0: Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news
1: program, sponsored by The Caring Place, with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the good news program, and the president of The Caring Place, here is Ronald Brummett.
2: Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by The Caring Place with centers in Miami and Broward, and they are known as Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We've been serving the homeless and hungry for 100 years in the ministry. Of course, there's no one here that's been here 100 years, but the ministry is in its centennial year. I'm Marilyn Brummett. I am the wife of our president, Reverend Ronald Brummett. Uh, We try to co-host this particular program, and we love it. We have been doing this for, uh, I don't know, about 12 years now, um, hosting Mission Possible, the good news program. And, you know... It was a week ago now, uh, a week ago from uh, just yesterday, Saturday, that we had our Centennial Gala. It was uh, held at the Signature Grand up there in Davie. We had over 500 people that attended. It was an amazing event. I think we're still glowing, basking in the glow um, of that wonderful celebration of God's faithfulness and grace. Uh, we showed the history of the mission, and it, it was it was beautiful. People were uh, just remarking on different stories of what they remember, even from uh, bygone years. We had descendants of the original founders there, uh, John and Zeta Schlucker. We had great-great-grandsons and great-great-granddaughters. It was just uh, really, really amazing. So, we are right now uh, thinking of the fall we're th- we're thinking about our two hundred and fifty thousand meals that we will be serving this fall, and this is where we really gather uh, the community together to h- say, "We need help." in uh, packing the pantry. So right now, this is the emphasis that we're looking at. Yes, we're basking in the glow of the hundred years, but we can't stop what we're doing. We have to continue doing what we know is important because there are people that are hungry. Uh, there are people that are homeless. There are uh, women coming out of domestic violence. There are needy, at-risk families that need food boxes. And all this together, this is what the Caring Place uh, has has been doing for the past 100 years and will continue to do as uh, long as uh, God gives us the grace to do it. And I believe that this ministry will be carried on for decades uh, to come. But right now, I'm just going to ask you, can you help us pack the pantry? Uh, What does that mean? Well, it's collecting non-perishable food items. And uh, we actually have a landing page website that you can go to to get more more information, go to caringplace.org slash pantry. That's caringplace.org slash pantry. Now, if, when you give us your name, uh, your information, we can get back to you and we're going to send you flyers. Uh, that you can distribute that actually says the items that we are looking for. We even have those old-fashioned brown paper bags. They, they're print in, printed on there. It says, pack the help us pack the pantry. And as you give those out, they're good conversation starters because you can say to people, hey, will you take this home and remember to collect items. They don't have to use the bags. and They can fill boxes or whatever they want to, but it's a good thing for them to carry because they're going to remember when they get home Home. Oh, yeah, I had that conversation with so-and-so about packing the pantry for the Caring Place. And uh, they're going to be serving 250,000 meals to the homeless and the hungry. We're also be going to be doing food distribution with food boxes uh, to add risk families and we also ask people to do turkey drives frozen turkeys as well because we also not only do we cook hundreds and hundreds of turkey uh, for thanksgiving as we're out there on the streets feeding thousands of people in miami-dade county and in broward county because we shut down the streets in front of uh, our centers in broward and our centers in miami and we invite those that are hungry to come in. But we also distribute frozen turkeys to at-risk families as well. We'll be having a drive through and uh, we will invite those families to come, pick up those turkeys, pick up those food boxes, and the other items we'll be giving to them so that they can experience a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving time with their families. You know, we know... That family, sometimes, they make choices. You know, what bill to pay. Is it going to be the electric bill, the utility bill, um, the rent uh, bill, you know, the mortgage payment, all those kind of things. And sometimes people say, well, I don't have enough left over to uh, buy anything special for Thanksgiving. And so we want to make sure that they have uh, those items that they can go home and they can celebrate with their family. And you see the smiles on the faces from the families as they come and they receive these things. We make sure that we are giving it to the families that are suffering the most and that we're also feeding those that are truly, truly hungry. And as we do this, uh, what I have seen year after year, I've been here 21 years, Years, my husband, 31 years, and what we see as people come to our Thanksgiving outreaches out there on the street, that we also have intake tables, and we say, listen, you've come for a wonderful meal, uh, you've come for, you know, we have music for entertainment. And there's a volunteers going through uh, the crowd and they're talking to people and they're finding out, you know, what other needs do you have? We're giving out clothing and hygiene and so many other things, praying with people. Uh, that's a big part of our outreaches as we believe in prayer and we pray with people. And we invite those that say, I really have no place to go. This is the meal I'm having for today and I'm just back out there on the street. And so we invite them to come to our intake tables and Many make a decision to come in off the streets. And so when we're feeding people, yes, it's about that moment in time. I'm hungry right now, but what about the future? What about tomorrow? What about the next day? What about next week? Uh, do you need help in getting off the street, getting your life back together again? And as they come into our programs, we call them the regeneration programs, uh, they then are able to uh, begin to think about the future uh, once their immediate needs are taken care of, then they can start concentrating on some education. Maybe, uh, they're lacking some skills and they go through our, uh, education center. And it's so amazing. We just love our education centers. Uh, we have been educating people with adult education for many, many years and concentrating on those things that they need uh, for that better job. Right now we have a, a graduate that's actually been hired by the mission in the education department. He's going to have a double major soon. So he uh, graduated from Miami-Dade College, and now he's going to be graduating from FIU. So if you'd like to help on Thanksgiving, Giving Day. Uh, you can sign up as a volunteer. This is the one time we have several specific outreaches on, on the street that we do every year. And it's the only time that we ask you to actually sponsor meals as you sign up. So it is $50 uh, to be a special sponsor volunteer. Go to caringplace.org slash volunteer and say you're interested in helping uh, on Thanksgiving, whether you're in Broward or in Miami. Uh, If you can help with Pack the Pantry, then once again, uh, if you can do a food drive with your neighbors, your uh, school, uh, your business, Business, your church, your temple, whatever that you can do uh, with a food drive, then go to caringplace.org slash pantry. So volunteer, caringplace.org slash volunteer, uh, doing the food drive, caringplace.org slash pantry. And if you say, you know something, I'd like to do all that, but really right now, I'd like to just send you some money and, and help you be able to buy those meals. So you can go also to org slash thanks. And that particular site's going to lead you right to helping with thanksgiving meals well leanne and patricia mcfoy is coming up they're going to be talking uh even about a week ago about the gala and they they want to share some insight and then later i'll be doing an interview with carlos and he'll be telling his story so don't turn that dial don't touch anything we'll be back in just a moment with more mission possible
0: You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610
3: WIOD. Very, very back. When I walked into the mission, I was feeling destroyed. I was feeling like this was a do or die, like they say. And they, they walked me straight into the dining area, and, you know, I had hope coming left. The minute I walked into the program, I don't know, something, I felt something in my body just take off. I actually cried. I never used to pray. When I came in here, I prayed, I started praying that. My kids would talk to me one day, and I got a new life, I got my family back, and my kids, you know, like I say, I speak to them mostly every day, and Dad, and God bless you, Dad, we're very proud of you, and um, has given me more hope, more, more faith to continue doing the right thing, and I feel great, I feel great, I feel great, great, great.
2: Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org.
0: You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD.
1: Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place. At the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, and Patricia
4: four Community Development Associate for the Karen Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Outreach Centers, of
1: course. <laughs> oh my God, Patricia! Patricia, that gala. Next tell them what happens on this day. Yes, absolutely.
4: The gala was I mean uh amazing, 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 amazing. Um, just to see everyone come together, not just the staff, right, but the supporters, donors, volunteers, I mean, you name it, all of us came into one room just to celebrate what God has done. Been doing in this ministry for a hundred years. We even had uh, former um, residents, former um, you know people who were in the program who are now so successful that God is using. I mean, just to see that it was such a great
1: celebration in honor of our hundred years. Yeah. Let me let me tell you, I was so impressed. I I kept on telling um, the people that I was that I had a an honor to speak with. Right. I was right. telling them I feel that I'm among family, right? Because you're right. We had the local churches that support us for years, all year long, right? We had yeah. graduates. We had companies that are not new to us uh, that are, you know, some of them were sponsors, yes, but they're not new to us. No one that was in that room was new to the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward at Reed Centers. Exactly. They all yeah. somehow knew about us either because they help all year long or because they were invited by someone that supports our efforts, right? right. I mean, talking about—I mean, I can mention so many people, but let me just say the Jolie Foundation. This is an organization that actually they do fashion shows, right? And I know the, the the president and her three sisters, and but they had an entire table of supporters that support them. But then on this day, they chose to to you know let me show off to the Miami Rescue Mission. And Broward Outreach Center's gala in, oh, my God, what an amazing um, way of showing love, right? I mean, police officers, we had a whole table full of police officers from Broward County. How special was that?
4: Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it was just really special, really, really special. Um, It it was a little bit emotional as well, just to see the amount of work that is being done by this uh, wonderful organization. Um, And it's been going on for 100 years just being able to see the details the pictures from where it all started, I mean it was such a beautiful, beautiful um, event, um, a gala in honor of a hundred years of of serving the homeless community and also new vision was also casted in the, in, in that uh, event I mean just to see where the, the the mission the broad outreach centers is going in the next years so it was really exciting if anyone missed it um, I mean you can always stop by so that we can talk about it we can share with you you know but it was definitely um, an amazing event
1: and um, everyone that was there really had an amazing time yeah let me, let me tell you and I, and I want to give uh I want to mention right the signature grant in Davie Florida what a beautiful venue yes. i mean everyone yes. failed i felt like royalty okay i failed yes. you walk in and this place just like the name says it is grand it's majestic yes. it's beautiful um we were happy to be there because it was easy the parking was easy to find everything was amazing we had silent auction items uh, we had a live band. So yes. the reason why Patricia and I are sharing this with you guys today, uh, it's not only because we want you to get excited about the next one, right? But we also want to make sure that we mention some of the people that came to that gala and were actually honored, right? I mean, we honored 24 Leaders in our community that have worked with us side by side for years, not three months, not two months, for years. I mean, let's talk about St. John Newman Catholic Church, right? Over two decades of service. St. John Newman Catholic Church, and they were there, and we gave them an award, right? Um, yes. And, you know, the past, the, the father, the priest couldn't make it, but he had two representatives there, and we were able to to give them an award, right? Um, talking about which one do you remember, Kathy, from the ones that we that we honored on this night? So
4: we also honored church by the sea, who's been serving for many years here at the Broward Outreach Centers by sponsoring meals. Um, Over fifty five thousand meals that they sponsor. So um, it was so great to see them there and also receive that award. I mean, just amazing, amazing, amazing. And and then we also had Food Church, yeah,
1: Metro Life. I mean, and let me put (laughs) it right. I mean, back when you said fifty five thousand meals, we serve about a million meals a year. So bigger. 55,000 meals sponsored by Church by the sea. I mean, it's, it's not small accomplishment, right? And then we yeah. had our graduate, okay, alumni, uh, Anthony Durden. He received an award not only because he's doing so amazing since he graduated from the center, from the program, but also because he's doing so much in our community, not just through us. But also through his very own organization, right? right um, well. We also had Annette Gibson, a professor from uh, Miami Dade College, um, the Health of Visionary Award. What an honor to have this lady among us. I mean, she is, uh, what a history with her, right? Uh, we also had yes. John Bushman talking about another professor yes. from F-I-U. FIU. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, the list went on and on. I mean, we had so many individuals that, again, they're not new to us, right? Uh, they received an award because of their remarkable work in helping us achieve our, our vision of No One is Homeless. So the gala was amazing for all of our listeners. If you are wondering what's next, what do we have next, Pat? Pat?
4: What do we have next? So we do have our Thanksgiving, our great Thanksgiving banquet that we do annually where we will be serving the homeless community, both in Broad County and in Miami-Dade County. Um, and this will happen on Thanksgiving Day. Right now we are asking our supporters to help us with our packs the pantry, pretty much collecting, um, the uh, non-perishable items, um, dry goods
1: and being able to help us for this thanksgiving season so absolutely and so we need volunteers we need sponsors okay if you want to be one of our sponsors you can donate the amount of your choice but if you donate five hundred dollars or more you automatically become a sponsor and what do we give you i mean a small token of our appreciation uh, we do a very nice thank you banner that is displayed for all of our volunteers to see in Miami and Broward County. So if you are an owner of a business or you have your own business uh, or you know someone who does, this is a great opportunity for exposure. Right. So we do a thank you banner. Mm-hmm. We invite you to do a radio interview with us. Um, so you do a radio interview, five or ten minutes, so we talk about your business or about you. Maybe you want to do it on behalf of your family, um, you know, the Navarro family, the McFoy family. So whatever mm-hmm. is in your heart, you know, give us a call because we need volunteers, we need sponsors, we need all kinds of donations, uh, non-perishable food items, this is the season, up until Thanksgiving Day, um, go through your pantry, you know, when you buy that item and you get one free and now you're not using it. Go ahead and donate it to us because we can use it all. And we will be blessing uh, 500 families in our community on November the 19th, right before Thanksgiving, uh, with a food drive. And we are going to be giving nice. away uh, food boxes and hygiene items and everything that we can give them uh, to make make their holidays just a bit better, right? Dresha, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to speak with you about the many things that we have done and that we are to be doing now we're working on all this yeah it's always such a pleasure to share with
4: our listeners of what's happening what's been happening you know um so it's always exciting to just uh pretty much let them know what is going on so thank, thank you, you so you. much thank you. and for <laughs>
1: everyone out there if you want to reach out to us my number three zero five five seven two. 2004. And Patricia? 305-572-2007
4: or 954-620-4069. Thank
1: you so much.
0: You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD.
1: Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate at The Caring Place with the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. So excited. I have on the phone with us today our wonderful Elizabeth Espinosa. She is one of our Girlfriends for Girlfriends, the chair of the Girlfriends for Girlfriends group. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh,
5: Leanne, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to join you. Today,
1: ah, Elizabeth, <laughs> thank you, thank you for all that you do. Uh, I want to talk about the gala, but before we go, because I know we're going to talk about the gala and we're not going to stop. But before we go into talking about this beautiful event that we hosted last week, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh,
5: Leanne, uh for the past twenty-something years, I've, uh, I've, well, I've dedicated my life to serving the Lord, and I was a victim of domestic violence. And girlfriends for to girlfriends touch my heart very much because this is my way of giving back to the women and children that are victims of domestic violence and homelessness. I love what I do. I love helping the women and their children. And uh, what I professionally, what I do, I am a realtor with Remax Presidential, and I also manage a mortgage company called Mister Loans.
1: Absolutely. You, you do so much. Listen, you, you stay busy. You're always active. You go to all of our events and, and because of all the work that you do with us, right? That you do to give back to those in the community. We actually had the honor of honoring you last Saturday at the Centennial Gala. So you, we gave you an award for your remarkable work with the women and the children for being such a Good advocate uh, for the women and the children, especially after they leave the centers, right? Because that's what the girlfriends for girlfriends do. They actually help the women once they have already left our facilities, which is fantastic. Now, tell me how you felt about that award.
5: I felt totally. Uh, I was in shock. Uh, I was humbled. I was. I was very humbled by it. It, it really touched my heart uh, because i do everything out of love for the women and the children and i really really was not expecting that at all and I, it was beautiful and i and i would anything that
1: the that the mission needs from me i always try to help in every which way and i will always be there for them Absolutely. And, and, and again, you guys, I mean, if, if I have to talk about the Girlfriend for girlfriends, I could. But why don't you tell me what are some of the things that you guys do?
5: Okay, some of the things we do is once the women, uh, we've raised funds for affordable housing for the women and the children on our own by events that we have, we have put together over the years. Um, what we also do is we visit them. And we have housewarming parties where we gather gifts for them. So when they need items, they let us know, and we take it to them. And we always are making sure to keep them empowered. It's very important that these women feel loved and their children, even after they leave the mission. And that's what the girlfriends and girlfriends are for
1: absolutely and and i've seen it i mean i've seen the pictures you guys tell me all about it because you know i'm i'm the other side of that which is the cover girls and we help the women in the center uh, but what you do really is giving them an opportunity to have an extended family to say you know why you're not alone uh, we know mm-hmm. that you went through the shelter we know that you needed help at that point but now that you are gone that doesn't mean that we're going to forget you right and and, and you're right you guys do everything from Mother's Day to Christmas to back yes, to school. Yes, everything you can. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Elizabeth and Easter for you. the kids with their Easter baskets. <laughs> everything. You guys do a lot. Thank you for everything that you do. It was an honor to honor you. Uh, I oh, truly mean that again. from my heart. And uh, thank you for everything. It's good to have you today.
5: Great. Thank you so much for having me. And I love you guys. And like I said, I'm
1: here to serve you, all of you and the Lord. Elizabeth Espinosa, thank you so much.
6: A hundred years. The Miami Rescue Mission is 100 years old. They are serving the homeless and the hungry. They are serving food. They are giving showers. They are giving clothing. They are helping abused women and children that desperately need a shelter. The Miami Rescue Mission, now called The Caring Place, is caring for those who are hurting in our communities.
2: Well, once again, we're at that part of the program where we're going to hear a life-changing story, testimony. And I just want to say um, we're going to be interviewing Carlos. And, wow, does he have a story. So I don't want to waste too much time, Carlos. Thank you for being with us on this program.
6: Uh, thank you for having me.
2: Well, Carlos, we're going to be back in time um you had a difficult childhood. I think you said you were raised by a single mom. So address that a little bit and uh, exactly what kind of led you off uh, maybe the to in the wrong way?
6: Yes, I was raised by my mom was single and we were uh, she worked but we were poor and uh at, at a young age I was attracted to the to the money that the that the gang the gang members made and, and how you know how they lived they lived a nice life, so I was attracted. That's how I started getting in getting in the gang. I got I was attracted to that to the money.
2: So um, you were here in uh, Miami, Florida. So you were part yes, of the gang in- right here in Miami. Yes, ma'am. And uh, you didn't finish high school.
6: No, no, I-, I-, I got kicked out of high school.
2: Okay. So was you a gang leader? Was you a gang member?
6: Yeah, a gang member.
2: Okay. Now. That didn't really go well because you ended up in prison.
6: Yes, I, I ended up uh, uh for doing armed robberies and and to to maintain that lifestyle you didn't need to do armed robberies, so I got uh well, I got I, I got caught and uh, I've spent thirty two years in, in the prison system.
2: Now that thirty two years in the prison system, I know you talked a little bit off air here um, that really wasn't a good experience. I mean, you didn't, you weren't introduced to God. You didn't have, uh, you just almost continued the life of being like a gang member.
6: Yes, yes. I never, I never went, went to church while I was in prison. And, and, uh, I was always trying to hustle, trying to, uh, sell, sell whatever drugs I could get my hands on so I could use, I sell and use.
2: And this is in the 30, 30- some years that you're in prison, you're still operating on that lifestyle. Even in prison, you're still using drugs.
6: Yes, yes, I I, I used drugs the whole time I was in prison.
2: So, that might be an eye opener to some people who are listening. Um, you're in prison, but that 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 uh catalyst of being and available of having drugs has not stopped.
6: No, no, no! It's, it's it's really easy to get it's in every prison you go to it's, it's plenty of drugs.
2: Now, I I can't even imagine thirty some years. I mean, to me, that's just that's such a long, long time. Is there any part of that experience you want to talk about?
6: Well, the well, the whole time while I while I was doing it, I I really wasn't focused on nothing else but just staying high and and. And not not getting not letting the pressure control me like that, the pressure so I used to get high and I really didn't think about my release what I or nothing until I got close to getting released and then I started uh with all the guys talking to me, I started uh opening up to to understanding that I I said I was sick and tired of being in prison. I have been all them I lost all them years and I knew that I had to make a change because I didn't wanna come back. I, I I felt this 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 very strong in me. It was so strong that I used to stay up at night the last ten days before I got out. I, I used to stay up late night and just uh promise myself I wasn't gonna uh, get into nothing that brought me back to to this to this to that horrible life like that. I didn't wanna live that life no more.
2: So you had kind of a mindset as you left that whatever it was going to take uh, to make a change, you, you were looking for it. I heard you had a list of places you could go. Miami Rescue Mission was on it. You didn't know why you chose it, but you liked the area it was in. So when we come back right after the break, we're going to find out what was your experience as you came in to the Miami Rescue Mission.
0: You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610-WIOD.
3: Hey, very, very bad. When I walked into the mission, I was feeling destroyed. I was feeling like this was a do or die, like they say. And they, they walked me straight into the dining area, and, you know, I had hope coming left. The minute I walked into the program, I don't know, something, I felt something in my body just take off. I actually cried. I never used to pray. When I came in here, I prayed. I started praying that my kids would talk to me one day. And I got a new life. I got my family back and my kids. You know, like I said, I speak to them mostly every day. And Dad, and God bless you, Dad. We're very proud of you. And has um, given me more hope, more, more faith to continue doing the right thing. And I feel great. I feel great. I feel great, great, great.
2: Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org.
0: You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD.
2: Well, we're talking to Carlos, and he is telling his story. And wow, what a story, Carlos, you are telling. Um, you have been incarcerated for over 30 years. Uh, when you were at that point in prison, and you were living the lifestyle in prison of almost like somebody on the street, is that you're using drugs, you're selling drugs, um, actually in the prison um, environment. But as you now, you're getting close to being, okay, you're going to be free. Where do you go from there? And you said you had a list. And uh, let's talk about finding the Miami Rescue Mission in your first days here. Let's talk about that. Why did you pick the Miami Rescue Mission?
6: Well, I, um the classification officer gave me a list before I got released and, and uh and and I picked the Miami Rescue Mission because I liked the address where it was at cuz I've always lived in the northwest area.
2: So it wasn't any more than that. Just, a, mm-hmm. hey, I like the address, so we'll, we'll pick this place. Were you a little bit shocked when you came into this environment to find it? it it's really different.
6: Yes, I was really shocked because after living all them years, we, we were around uh, so much negativity and so much uh, hate and everybody, you know, nobody tries to help you. I was really shocked to come in to a place that everybody uh walking around with positive, uh, positive language and talking, uh, talking positive and, and, and trying to lead you to the right track. So it was really a, a big change for me. I, I felt I, I really, I, I got drawn back. I drawed back because I didn't know how to, how to, how to, how to interact at first, because I, I was used to just talking negative and, and thinking everything bad about everything. So I, I really I was just quiet a lot at first the first days there, and uh, everything it was just a slow process of me getting back, getting getting changing into into thinking about the uh, the positivity and 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 the and then hearing the word of God every day, you know, going to chapel mm. and 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 hearing uh hearing hearing the word of God like that for the first time it really. It really shocked me at first the the word love and all that really shocked me cuz I wasn't used to that so everything was a slow process till I till, till I started understanding and, and, and getting into getting into it.
2: Wow. And at the mission it is very structured. Uh, I mean that maybe that's yeah. the similarity a little bit between prison and yet our structure is really structured cuz you there's a time you get up in the morning, you go to breakfast, you go to devotion. Um, you have uh, Christian service assignments where you're part of the ministry. you go to Education Center. you must spend two hours a day in the education department. You have a case manager who is uh, making sure that you're you're hitting all the marks going to all your classes. Now even though all that structure now that could be, where you either like it or you don't like it. And one thing about the mission, we only have locks stopping people from coming in to hurt you, but you can always leave whenever you want to. You couldn't do that in prison. So what kept what what made that stick and stay in your in your mind to say, okay, I'm just gonna continue here?
6: Well well really by me being institutionalized like that so many years I was really, really rules were not new to me because prison had rules, even though I broke them up. but they had rules. So that part wasn't, wasn't, uh, uh, hard for me being in the building, being, cause I'm, I'm used to being in a building. But what was hard for me was the, the, the love, the, the, the positivity. Get, get changing over into that you know getting releasing all that all that that I brought with me in my mind get re- changing that uh and and that was what was hard but uh, until it slowly started uh I just slowly started adapting and and and, and then I, I started changing uh to where I was feeling a whole lot better than when mm-hmm. I got there I was feeling yeah. like this was the place I needed to mm-hmm. be at.
2: Well, Carlos, we're at the end of the interview, but you told me off air that now you're working on disability and permanent housing, which the mission is helping you with, and you know you're on a path of success and going forward, and there is a bright future. Thank you, Carlos, for sharing your story.
6: Okay, thank you.
2: Well, what a wonderful story, testimony from Carlos. I always remind uh, the listeners, these are real people, real stories. You know, we actually, at the Gallo, um, over a week ago, we actually launched um, a book. The first time that we've produced a book here at the Caring Place is called The Miracle Mission past uh, 100 years and uh, you actually can buy the book on Amazon so if you type in The Miracle Mission you will find it. The soft cover is 1995 and it's full of stories of people who have gone through life change and the history of the mission and even some stories of people that have supported The Caring Place uh, for many many years so if you really like these stories, and you'd like to read more, please get the book, The Miracle Mission. It's on Amazon, and you can purchase that, and they'll send it right to your house. Well, don't forget, pack the pantry. Time we'll be serving two hundred and fifty thousand meals this fall. We really do need your help in packing the pantry. Go to caringplace.org/slash. Hantry, if you would like to volunteer on Thanksgiving Day, remember we do this a little different. The volunteers are our supporters, um, part of the supporting of doing this, uh, wonderful street event on uh, not only in Miami-Dade, but also in Broward County. And, uh, so it's just like a, you know, it's like a, a marathon or a, You know 5k run or where people are actually gathering the funds in to help so we actually ask you to help with a 50 dollar donation and also be a volunteer if you'd like to do that go to caringplace.org slash volunteer say you're interested in thanksgiving day and our team is going to get back to you and give you all that information and if you'd like with a financial contribution say listen i can't do anything else but i certainly could send in 21 I could send in $40. I could send in $100. Well, then go to caringplace.org slash thanks. And that money is going to go toward helping, serving on Thanksgiving. The This is a wonderful time. We've been doing this for years. We shut down the street And it becomes a block party. And there is a stage, there's entertainment, and as the homeless and hungry come in, they are not only fed a Thanksgiving meal, but they're also giving clothing, hygiene, and those that know that they're going to be going back to the streets, they are invited to come in to one of our life-changing programs, and you will see see them. If anybody comes, they see them come to the intake uh, tent, and uh, they are signing up. I want to have a life change, and they come in on that day. There's wonderful stories that we can tell you over and over about how people have come in uh, from these events. So it's not only about feeding people that day, and then they're hungry tomorrow, we're saying to them, listen, eat today, enjoy, but come into one of the life-changing programs and let's really work on getting our lives back on track and being able to be independent and empowered. And you see men and women They're actually signing up on these days saying, I want to come in. I do want a life change. And uh, so when you hear these stories, just know that it really does work. Well, I thank you very much uh, for listening to Mission Possible uh, this week. And uh, I'm Marilyn Brummett. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. And we'll be back again next Sunday morning at 8 a.m. for more Mission Possible. (laughs)
6: You have been listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. To contact the Miami Rescue Mission or Broward Outreach Centers, please visit us at our website at caringplace.org. Join us again next Sunday morning for more good news on Mission Possible.